Drama City's got that small town mentality. Come promote your music. Come talk about your insanity. No need to keep your PG, so feel free to say whatever you please. You can talk about the weather. You can talk about religion. You can talk about the news. Doesn't matter what you say. Just make sure what you say is true. But don't worry, just come through. We can have some laughs and giggles. We can even spit some riddles. I'm some fire instrumentals. Yeah, that's how we get down. Drama City's got that small town mentality. 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 Okay. And we're back. It's Small Town Mentality Podcast. You know me. I'm your host, Ben. Randy's still on vacation, but I did manage to get a guest, even though he can't talk that well, because <laughs> uh, he had his tonsils out recently. Dustin's back. Hey, what's up, bro? It's been a while. I know, bro. I missed you. Hey, when was the last time you were on the show? Last time, me, AJ, Austin, Randy. So it was like in the summer. December? No, in the summer. Oh, in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, AJ hasn't been on in a while either. Yeah. I don't know what he's been up to. Radio. He does the radio. Yep. The comedy. Yep. I, I mean, I think their comedy got cut down quite a bit since uh, Hornet's Nest dropped dropped the ball. You got to tell me about that because I didn't actually hear. I, I heard they ha- semi shut down or are they shut down, shut down? I think they're closed all the way. Oh, shit. Because um, they were like discounting, like liquidating all their assets and like discounting all their alcohol and stuff. Oh, shit. Like a bunch. I should have been there for that sale. <laughs> yeah, so they're closing it down. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I went out there. I always liked it because it was a nice place to go out and have it smoked and just have a drink, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you could smoke inside. Yeah, the only fucking place where you could smoke in a bar in Evanston. But then when we went to the strip club out there, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> i never been to that. I never did that thing. Yeah. But uh, there's another place you can smoke. It's a, like that bar out by the jail. You can smoke in that one, too, I think. Are you talking about Pete's Rock and Ray? Yeah. I heard it's only like open like one day a week or something, so I've never been out there. I've yet. never been there either, but I've heard you can smoke in that one also. Yeah. Fucking County of Evanston. Yeah. Fucking funny underwear club says you can't smoke in a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Some people the other day, like, so our town is known for mostly just fireworks, alcohol, and, and uh, porn, and then the mental hospital. Yeah. And now we've got this whole ice facility thing happening. And I, I mean, I don't like to get into politics or whatever, but it's just weird that that's coming to our town a little. Like, Yeah, like who picks Evanston, Wyoming? Yeah, I know. Like, it's like this would be a great place. On top of everything else we have, let's let's just throw it, the whole, everything in. Yeah. It's like let's just do all the weird stuff yeah. that nobody wants. Yeah. It's so interesting what our town economy really runs on. We're, what, 10,000 people, or is it higher now? Is it like 12, We're about 13. 13 I think now? 13. Yeah, 13. Well, it comes now. and goes, I think. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people take off. All the stores downtown last like a year, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. All the restaurants last about a year. Yeah. Some of them have stayed around, you know? That's that's where it stays good business. I mean, Suds does good pretty good, you know? Um I remember actually Jody's. Jody's has been doing great for a lot of years, but I remember when they tried to kick it off. Do you remember like Muffin Top before and like all the other shit that they tried to kick off with it? I remember um, 
Paul. Paul, I can't remember his last name, but he owned that before Jody. Yeah. And then I heard they opened it together, and he, like, screwed her over and took a bunch of money. Oh, shit. Which is what he's, he did with every, I mean, he's owned, like, six or seven restaurants in town, and he's done it every time. Oh, fuck. Just takes the money and runs at the end. Yeah, shit. What a fucking scumbag. And uses, I guess, uses that money or new investors to open a new restaurant because he did it like six or seven times. Holy shit. Yeah, so he helped start Jody's because he owned that place. And he that was back when it was actually a gas station still. Oh, really? That was when he owned it, yeah. Yeah, still kicking off and stuff. Yeah, and he owned Beartown and High Stakes Grill. And oh, shit. Okay, I remember that dude yeah. now. I was really little. I was like 14, and he was like the fucking owner, and I was hanging out with this chick. It was like her stepdad or something like that. <laughs> and you should have seen this dude's fucking wife, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Fucking crazy. That was his second wife, by the way. Oh, was it? Yeah. And he was a pastor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was one of the town's famous pastors. Oh, shit. That's an interesting predicament. Yeah, which is probably why he got so many people to trust him, to be honest. Yeah. They're they're pretty good at that. Yeah, getting people to trust them and taking their money. I'm not saying anything bad about religion, uh-huh. but you know <laughs> what? What is that like? The TV evangelicals? What are they called? Like Pat Robertson does. I need a thousand dollars now. That's how you know you're going to be saved by Jesus was with that thousand dollar check. Yeah, there's like Pat Joel Olstein or something too. Super famous guy. I remember going to this one. I did this pastors and leadership conference. <laughs> I know yeah. it's weird coming for me, but I was. Uh, in training to be a youth pastor, essentially. So I did this pastors and leadership conference in Phoenix, Arizona. Biggest church I've ever seen just packed out hundreds of thousands of people. And yeah. it's like, Jesus Christ, they got to be making bank. I think the dude rolled around in a Rolls Royce or some shit, pastor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, Jesus. Private planes. I think Joel Osteen has a private plane. Yeah, I know. There was another dude they were trying to fucking convert, like confront about it. It's like, hey, dude, why do you need a $50 million private jet? Don't you think that should go to the words like other shit, like helping people? Yeah. He goes, no, I need that to save the masses around the world. Yeah, you think about a church, instead of taking profits, they should be like helping the homeless. I mean, they could be building houses for people. Fifty or $50 million plane could have gone to like 100,000 houses or some shit for the homeless. Yeah. But, you know, whatever, have a plane. Yeah. You want to know something even <laughs> funny? Have you ever seen the uh, Mormon churches disclosed uh, statements? Oh, yeah. I'm sure they make bank, too. Oh, my fucking God. They own everything. They own all the things that they can't even have. Yeah, dude. They own Budweiser. Yeah, they own Budweiser. They own Pepsi. They own yeah. all kinds of shit. Yeah, so the, it showed out. It showed, And, and I'm going to say this. I'm only going to say it's a good that they put out. They did throw out, like, I think it was... Um, I think it was like a hundred million dollars towards like actual humanitarian aid, which is good. I'm like, okay, because it shows like how it discloses. Yeah. But the rest of it was just to like build new temples and shit like that. So only a fraction of what they really made went to really hu- went to humanitarian aid. Sorry, I had to get my paper. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't get me started on the Mormon Church. We just got our like sixth Mormon Church in town. Yeah, so the fucking stake center right in front of the high school. Yeah. The fuck's up with, you know, separation of church and state, but yet they're right next to each other. Yeah, I never understood that either. When they had a... So you're not allowed to pray on on school grounds. You're not allowed to practice any religion whatsoever on school grounds. But you can take a class called seminary, which is church during school for the Mormons, and it counts as a credit. So you're only allowed to be a Mormon and go to school. (laughs) I got away with it because I told them I was Jewish. Oh, nice. I fucking got away with it, yeah, for the seminary, whatever. 
So I came up and I made up all this other bullshit. And then they found out I wasn't actually Jewish when they called my mom. Oh, nice. So I got in a lot of shit for that one. though. <laughs> I remember one time. So I dropped out when I was uh, 15 or 16. Yeah. And like I always just messed around around the school and stuff. But Bennett would catch me all the time. One time, Bennett caught me. He never remembered who I was when he caught me because he did it like six or seven times. And the last time I remember, we were trying to go to that. Um, every year they do this barbecue at the in the mechanic shop or whatever. Yeah. And I, we were all trying to go to that, and we got caught in the hall by Bennett. And he's like, what class are you from? And somebody's like, oh, I'm going to this one. And somebody else goes, I just look at him like, uh, seminary. He's like, get back to class. <laughs> I was like, all right, dude, I don't fucking go here. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> That's funny. Like, get back to class. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even true. go to school there. I'd been out of school for like two years at that point. <laughs> that's funny shit, dude. Yeah. I think, is Bennett still around? Um, vice principal, by the way, the people that don't know who the fuck we're talking about, he's the vice president. Vice principal of the high school in like 2008 or nine. He finished out my senior year, and then I think he took like an educator board position. So I think he's still serving in some capacity for the yeah, education yeah. system. So, yeah, I think um, the year that they did the senior prank, my year would have been my year. I think that's when they took apart his car and put it in the hallway. But I was I was like a freshman then. Yeah. yeah, they were always messing around with his car. Yeah, yeah, ours fucking sucked ass. What'd you guys do? <laughs> So, the fucking Mormon kids, I'll drop their fucking names. It was Megan Hawkins, and then I think it was like this Emily chick, this Asian Emily chick. I can't remember. They're both fucking um, like Mormon people or whatever. And they come out, and I just want to say for the records, I don't hate Mormons. I just disagree with a lot of stuff. Yeah, but, same. But, uh, Organized religion in general yes, as a whole. Yes. And so, <laughs> they came out, and they got theirs approved, and they're like, yes, our senior prank is we're going to be Crayola High. Because, I don't know, people said our fucking pillars or whatever in the front yeah. look like fucking crayons. Yeah. So they got, yeah, they got life cut out fucking papers and they put it all over and stuff. And then they put, instead of Evanston High School, they put Crayola High. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, this is, they're like, yeah, they're all on Facebook. And I'm like, this is going to be, they're like, this is going to be the best prank ever. Ha 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 ha. And I get on there. I'm like, no, this is the worst fucking prank ever. This what is fucking garbage. That's not even a prank. I know. <laughs> And they even said we got our prank approved. You had to get it approved. That's the that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, and but the thing is, I w- I wanted to do some really fucking crazy shit, man. Like <laughs> like almost like like just barely not breaking the law, but kind of breaking the law, kind of that gray zone area. You know what I mean? Yeah. But fucking, <laughs> I don't know. My dad was fucking on me like a hawk. Said, "No, you can't do any of that shit. You're in the military, son. It's your fucking senior year. You get fucking a ticket. You don't go to fucking basic training." So I'm like. All right, fuck it. I'm not doing shit, then. You remember that one year they got the same exact car? It was like he drove around this Geo Metro forever for some reason. Yeah. But they got the same car, painted it the same, and uh, wrecked it out in front of the school. <laughs> and then they told him that they wrecked his car. Yeah. That was a great prank. Yeah, they put it on YouTube, too. And I yeah. think it was like the shop teacher, Marty, with a bullet <laughs> driving around. <laughs> oh, shit. Pretty, and they even got the cops involved and shit. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. So how's your Christmas, man? It's all right. Got a lot of stuff for the studio. Uh, state of the studio address here. Yeah. Getting ready to change this whole fucking place, man. Everything's going to change. Oh, shit. None of this is going to be in here. Oh, right, shit. What Besides, are you- like, the microphones, the mixer and stuff, but 
Nice. Work. Well, the panels are going to be here, but we're rewrapping all the panels yeah. with a different, with a, some cloth or whatever. Yeah. So it'll be cooler colors and stuff. We're painting the green to gray. I got a new table I'm working on tonight. I'm going to cut the holes in it and yeah, and nice. paint it and stuff. Hell yeah, dude. And then I'm going to get rid of this desk and this table, and we're going to turn it this way. Oh, nice. So we're looking directly into the camera, and the camera can see all four mics, so we can do lives and stuff better, easier. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Upgrading the studio, yeah. bro. I just changed that sign on the door. <laughs> Drama City Productions I did that studios. while I was yeah, waiting for you. Oh, nice. 204. Moving up in the world, man. Yeah, I'm trying to. I didn't get shit for Christmas. Yeah, that's what everybody usually gets me is just stuff that I need for the studio. My mom got me like all new mic stands. My wife got me the cloth for the, you know, rewrapping these. And uh, she got me some like earrings and socks and <laughs> yeah. cologne and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking, Christmas my parents went to Wendover. Or no, they went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I had my surgery on the 18th and it wasn't that bad. Um, first time under anesthesia, first time in any surgery. Dude, you are fucking out, dude. As soon as they really, like, they put the fucking mask on you, and it had kind of a dent, like, a, uh, like a gap in it. So I'm like, okay, let me just push this on a little further, further. And then as soon as I pushed it on full, out. Fucking out, dude. I don't yes. fucking feel, remember anything. And then as soon as I woke up, I started, the only thing I halfway remember under the anesthesia is I wake up, I start fucking puking, and I blow my nose in the bed sheets, and they're like trying to hold me down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never been under, um, but the closest experience I have is my kid got his teeth worked on a few years ago when he was really young. His teeth were all messed up from because uh, he did a lot of uh, juices in sippy cups, so it like ruined his front teeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had to get that fixed, and we had to put him under. And I just remember being in the room. And they got, like, all these different cool masks for kids. But he was so scared, dude. It was the, it was probably the scariest moment of my life watching him go under. Because he starts freaking out when they put that mask on. And he's just screaming and yelling and, you know, moving his arms. And they're, like, they start holding him down. And then they put the mask on and he's out. And he's just doing that twitch thing, you know, when kids fall asleep crying. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh-uh, no, <laughs> but, dude, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, it was. And then we had to go and wait for two hours. They never said a word to us. We're just out in the waiting room for two hours like, holy shit, man. Just thinking about what just happened and what's going to happen. Yeah. Scary shit, man. Yeah. No, because I always had surgery anxiety. You know what I mean? Just fucking, I'm like, oh, dude. Seriously, like, what the fuck happens? I don't fucking wake up mid through this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I'm fucking bleeding up or they fuck up the surgery or anything. No, dude, you are, you're fucking straight out. Yeah. And when you wake up, you really don't fucking feel shit. I mean, the only time that I've really been feeling it. Like, compared when it first gets out, it's not so bad, like, the first three days. But these the last days have been pure fucking agony, dude. I don't know. Let me show you, show you if you can see. Looks like I have fucking cum <laughs> in my throat. Oh, yeah. It's pretty uh swollen. Yeah, the fucking scabs and shit. So, that fucking happened. And then I just lay down, played video games. That's all I've literally fucking done. I went out Christmas Eve night, like I said, and I had three drinks. In fact, that was enough to actually get me, like, pretty fucking good through. And then we had a couple more shots and stuff, but I didn't go super hard. Just, like, my normal moderate, but for not having alcohol for so long, it was kind of heavy for me. And the next day, it was just pure fucking agony, dude. It uh, fucking sucked ass. I was at bars for Christmas. 
We only went to the tavern on oh. Christmas Eve. They were the only ones that were open. Where's the tavern? Oh, it's uh, the Lincoln County. Yeah. County, whatever. Yeah. I've never even been in that one, I don't think. You haven't been there yet? No. They got pretty good food. It's it's like a quiet atmosphere, really small. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you think it's going to be popping for uh, New Year's? Probably not. No, we're going to do our own thing. What are you, what are you guys doing? Twenty uh, 20s party where everybody's dressing flapper and gangster and stuff. Oh, God damn it. I want to be there for that. <laughs> Why the fuck do I have to go to San Diego tomorrow? <laughs> what, are you deployed or something? No, I'm on convalescent leave, so convalescent leave means, because normally I take Christmas break done anyway, but I had to get this surgery done, and it was all the way back in July, so the best time to take anything is during Christmas break if you need a surgery or anything, because nothing happens, like, nothing happens in the recruiting world at all. Hopefully there's no wars, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, fuck, even if there is wars, then they gotta call me back, and I gotta put the motherfuckers in boots. (laughs) There you go. So, but... Other than that, they gave me 20 days convalescent leave. Nice. And the first, like I said, first week's not so bad, except for I haven't been able to eat. Dude, okay, here's the worst part. I haven't took a shit since Uh-oh. the 18th. Oh, man, that's rough. Yeah. And I don't, like, feel the urge to at all. Like, not even a little bit. And how much I'm eating per day, I eat a pack of mini Skittles. Now, I can eat a pack of mini Skittles. A Slim Jim, and I eat a half a cup of ramen noodles. And that's, like, been my diet. Nice. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I actually enjoy taking a shit. I know. I do, too. <laughs> so it's kind of rough. Do you think I'm going to have a massive shit when it finally comes? Oh, it's probably... I don't know if it's going to be massive, but it's probably going to be gross looking. Yeah. It, I mean, you, do you ever do the turnaround? What, like After the turnaround and look? Yeah. Yeah. I found out I wipe my ass different than other people, too. Wait, you go front to back? What? You go front to back? Yeah. It's it's interesting. I never knew that people wipe their ass a different way than I did. So you get it on your balls, then? No, you just lift up your balls. It's kind of like this. You lift up your balls as you're dropping your deuce. You lift up the balls as you're <laughs> dropping your deuce. And then you take your toilet paper and just put it right under the butt cheeks. Drop the toilet paper in. Good to go. Yeah, I forgot I had drops for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoy taking a shit. It's got to be rough not to. I mean, they got pills and stuff for that, though, don't they? I could probably get some XLX. Yeah. But. Rush it out. I'll just wait for it. Because, like I said, I don't even like feel the urge to shit, though. Hmm. I don't know if that's healthy, though. To yeah. not shit for that long. Yeah. Maybe I should call my doctor. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Consult your doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a morning shitter, evening, or random? Usually in the morning, but now I work overnight, so it's usually like halfway through my shift, and then I try to make it the rest of the way because I'd rather shit at home than in a porta potty. Yeah. Because like usually that's all that's around is porta potties because I'm like, you know, at locations and things like that, and they don't have heated bathrooms for some reason. Or I'm, I go to Mavericks, but they're usually packed. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I want to shit with all these people around. Yeah. I'm not at home shitter, man. That's my that's my jam. That's where I go the most. I mean, or it's like a secret spot. Like there's one location up in Rock Springs that uh, is very slow and not a lot of people load out at night, and it's warm in there, so it's like a nice place to shit. But <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you got to find that secret shit spot. Yeah. 
That was a Rick and Morty episode the other day. <laughs> Your secret shit spot? Yeah, they were talking about that. Morty shit spot or Rick's shit spot. But. Yeah, there's uh, uh, the places in the parks in the summertime. Those are all unlocked. So sometimes those are pretty good places to shit. Yeah. If you're on the go. I think my I'm a scheduled shitter. So as soon as I wake up, actually, like I hold it when I wake up. I really have to shit as soon as I wake up. But my routine is I just jump in the shower as soon as I wake up. Like alarm goes shower. off. Yeah, and then just drop a deuce in the shower and just rinse it down. <laughs> but, so I'll hold it, and then I'll get to work, and as soon as I get to work, that's when I drop my first shit. And then the second shit is usually usually at like 7 p.m., and yeah, those are my two daily shits. That's how usually, I'm just a one-day shitter, shit once a day. Nice. Yeah, and it's like random times. Like I said, my schedule's all fucked up. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's my weekend now. They um, so I was working like sixteen-hour days, fourteen-hour days, um, mm. last week, and then I was I worked Christmas Eve, and I was supposed to work Christmas, and then like one or two in the afternoon, I got a text from dispatch, and they said, "Hey, everything's full. Nothing's gonna fit. Take the day off." I was like, oh, sweet, I got Christmas off. Oh, <laughs> so that was kind of cool, yeah. yeah. Got to spend that with my family, which was nice. Hell yeah. I saw your uh, pictures of your wife doing the little photography thing. That looks cool. Yeah, I got her all that stuff for Christmas. I got her, uh, <clears throat> me and the kids got her, uh, they picked out um, a tripod for her camera. And then I ordered a um, a whole set, which is, it had the backdrop and the lights and stuff. So it's going to be fun. We're going to take some of it over to the 20s party. So she'll have it on a tripod in the background set up with like a 20s style background. Oh, nice. But for pictures and shit. Yeah. God damn it, dude. I want to come to this party, man. <laughs> Give me one second. I'm going to grab your empty. But I want to come to this fucking party, dude. It's going to be sweet. Start talking about that a little. I don't know what's all going to happen. I mean, just a lot of drinking and, and partying. I don't know who's all going to be there either. But that's happening tomorrow. It's not actually during January. <laughs> I think that's when, like, all the bars and stuff are doing their thing. Damn it. And probably next weekend, right? What? No, they're actually, they're probably actually going to do it on New Year's Day, huh? I know they do on New Year's Day, and then I know they do, like, celebrations after. So, like, when the third comes around, they'll have a... I think they're also doing a 20s party, though. Are they? Maybe yeah. there's, like, three parties going on. I don't know. I've seen a lot of people, even on the classified, saying they were doing a 20s party. I think it's just the theme this year. Yeah. Last year, I think, was the end of the world. No, I remember somebody doing the end of the world party. I don't remember when it was. Maybe 13, December 21st, 2013. Oh, shit. Yeah, somebody did an end of the world party. That'd be kind of fun to like just pretend the world was ending and just fucking party hard. I would have so <laughs> much it. I would have so much sex. If it were going to be the end of the world and it's the last end of the world party, I want to smoke meth with Viagra and just go to fucking town. <laughs> There's a place in China, it's not meth Viagra, but they sell uh, Viagra um, juice for your vape. It's called, it's like boner juice. <laughs> boner juice? So you're just like smoking and getting boners? <laughs> Fuck yeah. So that'd be kind of sweet. I'd take that, dude. I'm going to write down boner juice. <laughs> Have you ever taken over-the-counter dick pills? No. Well, maybe. I might have done it just like messing around with some friends or something. Yeah. I think we used to steal a bunch of stuff from Flying Jay. 
Yeah. It was real easy to steal the pills. I remember there being a lot of like drama mean and things like that, trying to get high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when, I don't know, do you remember back in kind of high school day when everybody was trying to get high on L triple or the triple C's? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was around the same time we were still and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, this is a hypothetical podcast, so I'm just... <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, this is completely for entertainment purposes only, and if the Mormon church is listening right now, yeah, we're we're good people, and we support the prophet and Jesus. I used to steal here and there, just random things. I remember being a kid, and we used to... And it's fucked up now, thinking back on it, but we used to, like, rob people's cars, like, take their CDs and shit, whatever, cigarettes and stuff they had in their car. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was a fucked up kid for a little while. Fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up now. Think about, I wouldn't, I mean, I'd hate to have that happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. As an adult, you look back on things like that, like, oh, fuck, man, that was fucked up. I know, dude. Like, well, that's the thing is, when you're a kid, and that's the thing is, some of those memories still fucking haunt me. It's just yeah, like, same. why was I so fucking stupid? But, you know, yeah. it just, it happens. It's part of life, you know? Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking in the in the time. Uh, like I I was raised Christian. I was Christian church three times a week till I was eighteen. So I think when I turned like eighteen, nineteen, that era, I started drinking and doing drugs, and like I went all out. Yeah. So that was probably around the same time where I just rebelled like a motherfucker. Yeah. And then I kind of grew out of that. So yeah. I don't know. Grew up a little bit. I'm still not all the way grown up, but responsible now <laughs> right i guess well look at me man like, wife kids job <laughs> i know dude i'm fucking kind of getting in there you know but it's just it's fucking hard like the transition between like your teens and even now in my mid-20s you know what i mean it's still just kind of trying to figure out the path and of where shit's going because those younger days were fucking around i mean now it's still fucking around time a little bit, but like you said, it's that future responsibility and setting shit up, you know? Yeah, I wish I hadn't fucked around so much. Imagine, if looking back on life, imagine if you had set yourself up, you know what I mean? If yeah. you started early, you set yourself up, and right now in this in this moment, you're doing really well, you, got a, you own a house, you know, you made the right investments. Yeah. I mean, that would have been... Awesome, had I thought of that then. <laughs> yeah. But you never do, you know. Some people do. Some people get a good kickstart. I started, I'm a little bit, I'm not all the way there, but I'm pretty close with some stuff going on with finances and stuff and trying to get, you know, in terms of set. But then it brings to the question, what, is it, what does it mean to be set? But, again, going back, like you said before, dude, if I could fucking go back to 18 and I know what I know now, I know everybody says this, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would have a fucking clear, straight path forward, I probably would be retired by motherfucking 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I was had, my plan. Yeah, yeah. I'm 31 I, now. So. <laughs> I know. So I uh, had what, some a lot of plans to be retired by 30, and that never happened. Yeah, I know. And I could have had I set my mind to it, probably. Yeah, I know. And that's just the other thing, because you're just fucking around. You don't, because you're still at 18, 19, you're kind of finally away from your parents and stuff, so you're, it's just more, I think it, would you, do you agree, like, it's just more so the focus on the party? You know, just like having fun, or like what, maybe like what is it? Is it just young and dumb? Yeah, young dumb fool come. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I wanted to do was fuck constantly. Yeah, no? I, f- I fucked around a lot, yeah. and I wish I had set myself up a little bit better. Yeah, I'm doing okay now. Like I said, it took a long time though. Yeah, like I had to start a career. I had to work the shit. Yeah. I had to work all the shitty jobs. I just I was moving around, shitty job to shitty job to shitty job, and then I finally landed something okay. Yeah, but it's just. I don't know, man. 
if I had started earlier or did something else. Because yeah. now I feel like I'm stuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you get that too, where it's like, oh, I finally got something good. It's like, yeah, but what if I don't want to do this forever? Yeah, but that brings, <laughs> the, there's where the question really comes in, man. Like, are you happy doing what you do? Not really, no. Yeah. I don't. But like I said, I'm stuck now. Yeah. It's because, like, what else are you going to do to make money? You know? yeah. yeah. I had a lot of dreams to do a lot of things, man. And somebody told me the other day, they were listening to the pod, and they're like, I, I can see the entrepreneur spirit in you. And I was like, yeah, I wish. I have it. I mean, I dream of it anyways. Yeah. But I don't I don't have the ambition. Yeah. Or the time. I, I, I always tell myself I don't have the time, even though it's not hard to make time to do something that you want to do. Yeah. But I, I mean, I started just like, shout out to Hold My Bread, which is a podcast about trading stocks. I, I'm starting to look into that. I might start trading some stocks and stuff again and, and try to build like a retirement up and things like that. I got my brother into it. But yeah, I always wanted to have my own business. I, I never wanted to work for somebody else. And I still, I feel that way every day. Every day I go to work, like I, if I was, or <clears throat> even on vacations and stuff. We went to St. George. I could only go for four days. My wife went for like a week and a half. And yeah. I could only go for four days. I got to get back to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. How cool would it be to just bring work with you? You got your laptop. You can make money. Yeah. And then I can take as much time as I want. That's what I always wanted with my life. I wanted to be able to work from anywhere. Yeah. There's some people that do it too. I know. I know. There's, I mean. And making 100000 a year, is like to some people, it's like one of the easiest steps of having your own online business. Yeah. And I was like, if I made a hundred thousand a year, I'd or a hundred thousand a year, I'd be set for life. You know what I mean? If I could just do that, yeah. And that's like chump change to some people. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. They say I, it's easy, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's saying I've always said it's easier to talk about money than actually get it. You know? Yeah. Because when it comes out, I mean, with me, I'm actually content with my job. I'm happy with my job. Um, but at the same time, again, that time, and I even get 30 days paid vacation. I get shit ton of holiday times, man. Yeah. I've been on a shit ton of vacations, which is nice. You know what I mean? But the thing about it is, is what I really want to do is I want to travel, man. And like yeah. you said, it's that time thing, but that's where it's the, the fucking, you try to find the balance between time and fucking money because I've got good money right now, you know, and they're going to up my checks too. After I go to this fucking school, it's going to be even more and it's 30 days a year, but I can't randomly say, okay, I want to go take a fucking cool ass journey to Thailand, Cambodia, yeah. Vietnam, and that's going to take me fucking six months. I can't take six months out for work. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's those digital nomads, those people that have online businesses. A lot of them go to Thailand. They've got, in Thailand, they've got buildings dedicated to like workspaces for just entrepreneurs that do that. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds good in theory. I just don't know how to do it. I, I mean, I've listened to the podcast. I've gone through the programs. I've researched. I've watched the YouTube videos. I've just never pulled the trigger on anything but i know the businesses that are legitimate that you can do online you know what i mean yeah and i know how to do it i just haven't <laughs> i got a friend simple one simple one but then it, again it falls on the personality again he got a two years uh two-year degree in social work and he's a licensed counselor mm -hmm. and he does completely online counseling yeah um and he does messaging and he does it over the phone and he travels out of an rv but just from that he was telling me he makes two thousand a month um, and all he needs is his internet connection and stuff, but he still gets to travel, do all that. He's not fucking super rich or anything, but the dude's got fucking freedom. You know what I mean? He just calls his people, makes sure there's everything that's okay. And he works for his agency. It doesn't fucking pay a whole lot, but he's a fucking counselor gets to travel, dude. Yeah. That's what I want to do. My cousin just started her own, um, virtual assistant business. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so she uh, she had me uh, like her page. She started a Facebook page. She had me like her page like last week, and I was like, I didn't know you were starting your own business. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, some people are just out there, man, doing their thing. Yeah. Well, I guess this kind of counts as a side hustle in, in a way. It just doesn't bring me any money, but this is like the one thing I actually pulled the trigger on and, and kept doing for a long period of time. Yeah. Imagine if I had started a business <laughs> instead. <laughs> doing all right. Yeah. But Hey man, that's the real deal is you got to look down to what you really enjoy in life and you really enjoy the podcast, man. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, I enjoy coming on. Cheers, buddy. I'm <laughs> drinking water. You're drinking some Henry's hard. Yeah. I love this shit, man. I don't know why I started drinking this not too long ago and I was like, oh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Have you ever heard Mountain Dew one? Huh, I haven't had that one yet. I had tried the, what was that? Not your father's root beer or some shit. Not your, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. But that's all right, too. But yeah, this I could drink a six-pack of this and not even think about it. <laughs> yeah, just goes down smooth. Fuck, I drink one with you, but uh, truth be told, I just took my narcotic pain medication mm-hmm. so my throat could go a little better. <laughs> okay. Narcotics. Yeah. But no, if you want to get on some stuff, um, since you're learning about stocks, if you want to dabble in real estate a little bit, I'm doing that right now. Um, yeah, I, that's the guy that hit me up when I was telling you. He said I could see the entrepreneurial spirit. He hit me up. He just started his own uh, podcast about realty. He's He's been buying and selling houses for a while. I guess his name is Mark. Uh-huh. Shout out to Mark from uh, uh, Two and a Half Amigos. Oh, shit. I'm Go gonna to dramacityproductions.com forward slash amigos. Yeah. Check them out. They're part of the network. Yeah. I'm going to have to. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I th- I was trying to. F- I was going to go see what his uh, podcast was called. But yeah. Yeah, he's just starting one right now about uh, buying and selling in real real estate. Yeah, I'll check it out because here's the real thing that I found out. It's been hard, man, in like in terms of the competitive market. You know what I mean? Um, so what I focus on is I focus on the passive incomes through rental properties. Yeah, um, that's it's all about passive income and diversifying your portfolio. So you got to have multiple money streams. So yeah. if something dies out, you're still okay. Yeah, absolutely. So what I got going on is. Um, Small with that because the flips, they can be done. But what you'll find, dude, is real estate really is a fucking savage market, man. The fucking people that are already making money, you know what I mean, that are already in the industry, so to speak, fucking they've got it all lined out. It doesn't mean that you can't get into it, you know what I mean? But it's just those constantly looking for fucking deals on a daily basis through auctions, et cetera, et cetera. But when it comes to real estate, what you really need to look for is like your credit and then lenders who are going to work with you or banks or private fucking people. The biggest thing is financing the fucking rest of it. And then if you can find the stuff and you've got a good financer, then everything goes fucking smooth from there. But um, just me doing it, just simple, you know, I've got good credit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, There's simple ways, and it's not like you're going to make a fucking million dollars overnight. This is like 30-year investments, 30 years, and then you're worth a million bucks. You know what I mean? But It takes a long time to do anything, man. Yeah, yeah. So even 30 years, but then you're worth like a million bucks, and you have your passive incomes coming in. Um, And then... uh, uh, Fannie Mae does fucking great fucking loans and stuff like that for all these other properties and they want so much little down um, but the it, passive income it really is a true thing it just kind of comes again really small but after 30 years you can be worth a fucking lot and how I do it is actually being a fucking slumlord basically yeah. and I, u- I use that definition um, loosely so even the people that get kicked out of fucking section 8 or the people who have bad fucking credit no credit you know what I mean and they need a fucking place to live the smart people go the real estate people go okay we need a credit check we need a background check I say fuck no you don't need that 
me. It's just you got to know fucking people who you're dealing with. All right, saying, hey, this is how much this is. This is the other stuff. And then pulling a quick eviction notice, though, quick if they start fucking with you. It's still profitable. It's still profitable to be basically a fucking slumlord. So the people that got nobody else to go, they come to me. You can still make money. I don't fuck them. I don't really fuck them over completely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get paid and they have a place to live. And it's still it's still possible. And especially in Evanston. Because in fucking Chi-Town, dude. In Cheyenne where I'm living at right now. Uh-huh. Minimum. A fucking cheap, cheap, like fucking rundown place is a hundred fucking grand. Evanston has, has still houses here for fucking 50,000, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. But I'll, I'll get more into that. I'll tell you more. My way of doing stuff. And then the side business, believe it or not, um, I'm getting into hot dog stands. I was wanting to, the other day I posted on Facebook that I wanted to buy a building uh, and turn it into like multiple offices and rent out offices for people starting businesses, mm-hmm. much like we've been talking, just like office spaces. And I put my studio in there, of course, and then a photography studio for my wife, just like people that want to create to have a space to create in kind yeah. of deal. And then I also, <laughs> I threw in there that I wanted a comedy club downstairs also. <laughs> that'd be fun. Dude, that'd but, be fucking sweet. Yeah, just have a comedy club downstairs and then a bunch of offices for people creating. Yeah. That's why I built this place, because I wanted more people to start their own podcast, and even though it didn't work out that way. But I was just like, I want to build a space for people to come in and create and do their own thing. That was the whole dream. Right. And they say the best way to make money is to find a need and fill it or um, whatever you're your dream is or or follow people's dreams you know what i mean help people follow their dreams so i mean that's what i'm doing i mean it hasn't really worked out but i did get a new business partner shout out to uh time out with michael and his podcast he records here now and uh they're doing very well actually on downloads and things like that they're doing better than me already and they're only on like episode 14 <laughs> oh shit that's pretty good but yeah he's his podcast is uh family friendly and mine is not <laughs> <laughs> definitely so, not. yeah and he had a lot more friends on facebook than i do oh shit but that's all right, man. Like I said, people following their dreams. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. If I can help you do that, I'm going to do that. Yeah. So. Fucking A. I want to get into, like I said. Oh, Money Making Money, by the way, is the name of that guy's podcast. Money Making Money? Yeah. Money right. Making Money. Hell yeah. And uh, Hold My Bread is the podcast me and my brother have been listening to about trading stocks. And they they started a, a Robin Hood. Shout out to Robin Hood. Uh, it's a free broker app, so you don't have to pay for trades. <clears throat> yeah but anyways um they started a like 14 weeks ago they started a a robin hood uh account for their just for the podcast and they've been investing in different things yeah. they're up to 1500 dollars now just in investing yeah. playing the market oh nice yeah my buddy he's uh he's got his degree in finance and fucking um all his friends are investment bankers dude and he told me, those dudes who really fucking make money, man, they are all fucking coked out. Every single fucking one of Investment them. Investment guys? Yeah, dude. Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. No, yeah, for <laughs> real. He's, he says that. But your average dude, like, you're a good broker. And well, the one guy that started the podcast, he started investing years ago. He's up to, like, 77000 in the bank. Just chilling. So, just what? from investing, buying and selling stocks. Really? Yeah, he's got it saved up. Oh, nice. That's what I was like. When he started listening to that, I was like, damn, dude, I'm going to start doing that. He's trying to set up a nest egg for retirement and things like that. Because yeah. I've got zero. I mean, i got nowhere to go if something happens. Yeah. I'm fucked. Yeah. I finally got out of debt, which was the fucking big thing. 
except for my truck and my house. But credit card debt, I got fucked over by people. I bought new teeth. My teeth are fake, by the way. Oh, these, nice. These fucking front four. But, dude, it is a motherfucker, dude, to pay off 14000 in fucking credit card debt. Yeah, I don't have it that high, but I'm, I'm maxed out. Yeah. That's I, bitch. Yeah, I had fucking fourteen grand, dude, and I fucking paid off every penny, and now I'm finally at a fucking positive income in the bank, and I pay off all my credit cards and shit. But to do that, just the fuck, man. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. There's a couple people I've heard do that. They started, like, this online business. They had this course. It was, like, a podcast course on how to pay off your credit card debt. And I listened to that and they just like made, um, graphs essentially and like filled it in one step at a time. And eventually they paid off all their credit cards and then they paid off the cars and then they paid off the house. And it took them like three years, but every they, everything they own is paid off now. Yeah. So, I mean, if you really work at it and you, and you have a good system set up, which I've never been able to figure out, then it can be done. Yeah. I've, I've heard of people here in town that uh, worked kind of minimal jobs. They were both teachers and they just bought a $500,000 huge house with like 25 acres and on teacher salaries, man. <laughs> just because yeah. they, they paid off their house, their first house, sold it and used that, you know. It's just, uh, you got to be smart with money, which I've never been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I came out and I did that, but with credit cards, I hate fucking Dave Ramsey. I love and hate Dave Ramsey. Because Dave Ramsey is good for simple people when he starts talking about, okay, hey, don't do this. Don't do credit cards. Credit card companies want to make interest off you. And it's true. They do. Yeah. But the, but the big thing is once you figure out that, hey, if you pay off your fucking credit card every month, how much can they really fucking charge you in interest? Yeah. So, but the thing is you get credit card rewards. You do because you know how they have 5% cash back. Yeah. So, and if you use a credit card instead of a debit card throughout the year. You can get like, I don't know, it's small, but it's still $1,500. You pay it off. You pay nothing in interest. You just use all your purchases on your credit card. You'll still get $1,500 back a year. So they will pay you to take out the credit cards. But me, I fucked them. Do you know how much I made? I fucked the credit card companies and I did it legally. I made $5,200 this year in travel credits. My trip to San Diego is fucking free tomorrow. I'll show you the fucking small stack that I fucking got here. So under the Military Lending Act, they can't charge you an annual fees. So I take out new credit cards because they can't charge me for the new annual fee that's like $500 a year. Yeah. Um, so they can't charge me for it. And I take out the welcome bonus offer because I put um, through plastic, by the way. So I put my mortgage and I put my truck payment on it. And it's 1000 a month. And they want you to spend like 2000 in three months. And then they'll give you a $600 welcoming bonus offer. So I keep collecting the bonus offers. It doesn't fucking cost me anything, basically. So I made 5200 bucks in free shit. So I got fucking American Express Platinum. I got fucking Chase Sapphire Reserve. I got the City Prestige that they charge you. Like like I said, they want $600 a year for each one of these cards. I paid fucking zero for them. Nice. Yeah. So there's one benefit of the military is you don't pay shit in credit cards. Um, so all my trips have been fucking free. All my flights have been free. I'm going to Europe in uh, February. That nice. ticket was $900. Fucking free, dude. Nice. Yeah. What are you going there for? Uh, I wanted to fucking finally get out. So I just got back from a cruise with my dad. Just left the country? You just want to leave the country? Yeah. Just go adventure. Travel. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, you were talking you, about Thailand, man. Thailand's nice. And I heard it's like super cheap to go there. Yeah. And stay and buy things. Yeah. No, Europe's fucking expensive, dude. Fucking... Um, I'm going to the, the UK and then Paris and then Amsterdam. Um, uh, so London, Amsterdam or London, Paris and Amsterdam. And I've got that set for two weeks. 
Um, so really looking forward to that one. But you're uh, a bad, bad Rastafarian. Yeah, but there's my travel, my dream again. I need Euro a fucking, trip. Yeah, fucking get out again because I went to the Dominican Republic and I went through the Cayman Isle or the uh, the Caribbean or whatever on that Carnival cruise. That was pretty fun, but it's not really the adventure. It's like more you get off the island, you get to see a place for a couple hours and then yeah. buy some shit and then get off. But this is gonna be a fucking great trip. But after that, Vietnam, Thailand, Cambodia. Laos, all those is what I'm going to hit, and I'm hopefully going to do that this summer, um, depending on my job again, Yeah, if I can fucking... You got a nomad. You got to be that... No- well, you can't go anywhere for a while, can you? How much How much long you got on there? I, I, I can usually only go for like a two-week vacation, and that's... No, I meant like how much you left on your contract. Oh, three years still. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can't do anything until then, at least? No. With, but you, can, you fit it in that 30 days you get. But. Yeah, and because you gotta use you got to use a breakup because real the everything that's dependent on my job really is how many people you have. So if I fucking, if I had all my people or whatever, then I would say, hell yeah, I'm going to use my 30 days vacation and I'm going to go for a fucking month over there, you know what I mean? But it really does, to get your people, it really does take a year to make sure you get everybody in. Are you planning on re-ing up? You going to re-up? You got three years to think about it, I guess, but... Dude, I fucking... I love my job. I do, but I want to take a break. I want to take a one-year break is all. I'll have enough fucking saved up, like I said, just to go travel for a year, and then I'll come back a year after. You know what I mean? But that's, again, three years from now. It'll be a good break. I I could finally get out all the travel and then go back to it, because I really do. Like I said, I enjoy my job. I fucking love my job. Great benefits and everything else, so... Man. Yeah. But it's yeah. fucking hard, dude, because it's that toss-up between time and money again, you know? You got to start them side hustles, and then you'll see how you feel in three years. If you're if you're a millionaire in three years, you don't, it probably won't re-up, huh? <laughs> well, actually, by law, you can't. If you make a lot of money? Or yeah. you can't make... Can you do side hustles? So you can do... Like, I can do side hustles, like, while I'm in and stuff. But the thing is, there is such a thing as if, you, like, you have so much money or something that I... I don't think that you can be enlisted into the military if you have so much money. I can't, and I can't remember the reason why. But isn't that how, like, a lot of those uppers in the military make money? <laughs> what selling drugs and things? No. CIA, all that stuff. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm just the, staying out of that. All right. I'm, I'm just on the low totem pole. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's probably some higher ups in the military worth quite a bit of money <laughs> selling guns to people. Well, shit, Anyways. dude. Their their normal salary. Do you know how much a colonel makes? Huh. A colonel makes fucking a quarter million dollars a year. Nice. Yeah, the president is supposed to be, I think their yearly salary was like supposed to be 457000 a year or some shit. Four hundred grand a year. But every president comes out of there with $10, $15 million somehow. Yeah, no, that's chump change for yeah, a president. I know, yeah. I was just saying it doesn't really add up to that four fifty seven a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They say they get paid for speaking at things. Like people will pay you a million dollars, like, even Obama still makes like five hundred thousand just for showing up at a place. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, would you pay that to have somebody come to your party and talk to people? <laughs> Fuck, dude, no. That wouldn't either. Fuck it. What bands would you would like? So, so let's say you have like a hundred million dollars and you get yeah. your own private band, or it's your own private concert for you and your friends. Who do you have? You get five. Uh, I don't know, man. There's so many cool punk bands and. And ska bands that would probably do it for super cheap. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, I don't know. Uh, the one I've been wanting to go to lately, and I haven't got to go yet, 
It's some 41. They came back. So I think that'd be fun. Oh, yeah, dude. You're, they're making a big comeback, huh? Yeah, they've been around. They've been to Salt Lake like three times. I've missed them every time. I really want to go. The last one we went to was Good Charlotte, which was dope. Good Charlotte. This yeah. is the anthem. Throw all your hands yeah. up. Yeah, I fucking love Good Charlotte. That was fun. I would have... I listen to bands nobody's ever heard of. It's called Gems on VA, uh, VA8 or VHS. Gems on VHS. Okay. Check them out, man. But it's like old time, like folk music and stuff. Huh. So I've listened to a lot of that. So I bet you I could get fucking everybody that I listen to for a hundred grand to come up and do a concert. Yeah. That's what I said. Some of these guys could probably get for super cheap. Yeah. Big time though. Um, I'd love to see Marilyn Manson. And I know he's been to Salt Lake so many times with Rob Zombie. Yeah. And I don't know why I never bought tickets to it. Yeah, I think the last time something fell on him, like a speaker fell or some shit. Yeah. And then I ended up not doing the show here in Salt Lake. Yeah. So I'd see Marilyn Manson. I would see fucking ICP and Cottonmouth Kings. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Cottonmouth Kings. I'm not an ICP fan, but I did. Um, I was never really a part of that besides the fact that I loved, um, oh, man, what's the drink i can't think of it right now you know what i'm talking about they have a, a soda oh fago yeah fago yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i loved me some cotton candy fago man that was the best and blueberry yeah yeah, yeah fago was a good that was pretty much at the extent of me getting into icp <laughs> yeah well i wouldn't necessarily twisted but yeah uh, cottonmouth kings was like different in a way that they were like more upbeat positive type music yeah and icp was more like i'm gonna kill your mom and fuck her brains yeah. <laughs> well, when that, that's when it comes out. I just liked it because it was always casually. I wouldn't call myself like a fool juggalo, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, no, I'll, I'll put it on an ICP track and shit like that, especially, like, if I'm trying to get out my anger and shit. That song, another love song, it's like, fucking bitch. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking, I fuck with this, you know. But Cottonmouth Kings, oh, and Tech 9 that would be a good one. Tech Nine's good, yeah. I like him. Yeah. Tangerine Sky was is probably their best song ever, one of them. Probably the most played. Yeah. Tangerine Sky was good. Have you ever heard that song, Freedom Time? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. That's, I've listened to their CDs a few times. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Back when CDs were a thing. Right. <laughs> dude, you remember... Fuck, dude. Are we, I know you're 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 uh, six years older than Yeah. Me. I've said this before. I've actually Five. made mixed tapes. Like, legitimate tapes. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's not that old, you know? Because I'm not, I'm not the A-track world or the fucking... But... I made mixtapes, and most people I know made CDs. <laughs> yeah. I remember putting a tape in the in the tape player, yeah. and you'd listen to the radio, and um, you'd try to catch, like, today's hits or whatever, and you'd have to hit play and record at the same time, and then you'd just record what the radio did. Yeah. And then that would be your mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> shit. I still remember when I was a kid, like, cassette players and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And fucking, I remember, like... I cannot believe cell phones have gotten so fucking crazy. I remember, yeah. do you remember like the fucking uh, Nokia's and the fucking? Yeah, I had this one phone uh, back in the day. It was like the first phone I ever had. It was a Samsung. I can't remember the the name of it, but it was just a blue screen. It wasn't color. It was a flip phone. Is like one of the first kind of flip phones, and it was just a blue and black screen. There's no color, <laughs> and uh, I got this cool flame case on it. You know. And I remember losing it in my friend's yard, and uh, it was over the entire winter. So nine months, it was buried in snow. Here comes spring, and she hits me up. She's like, hey, I found your phone in my yard. I went up there, grabbed it, hit the on button, powered right up. It was sitting in the snow for nine months. 
and it powered up like nothing happened. Yeah. It was awesome. And I used that for like another year. <laughs> Shit. Because my other phone broke. I remember begging my picture or my parents for a picture phone in like the fucking eighth grade. Yeah. Like begging for a fucking picture phone. I'm like, Dad, I can't have this fucking net ten nickel texting shit. I need a fucking picture phone finally. And so I fucking finally got one, you know. And that fucker was that fucker worked pretty good, you know. It worked pretty good. And then the Blackberry, my dad's like, Okay, I'll get you a Blackberry and this was when I was like seventeen. I wanted the fucking iPhone, but he got me a BlackBerry. So I had the fucking BlackBerry for years, and I just wanted it because fucking I could finally get mobile porn. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, I remember it took, I mean, if somebody sent you a picture, it would take like a, like an hour to download the fucking picture that they sent you. I know. I remember having to, like every time I took selfies or whatever that I wanted for MySpace, I had to email it to myself. And then get on the computer and download the picture and then put it on my my MySpace profile. Yeah. Man, we were fucking, back in the MySpace days, we were fucking generic coders and shit. Like, a <laughs> whole bunch of teenagers just coding websites all the fucking day. Yeah. It was dope, man. I miss that. I wish Facebook would bring, like, integrate something like that in where you could have custom pages for yourself. Yeah. Because, like, when you go to MySpace and you go to somebody's page... You could just see their, like, they coded their own background. They had their own colors. You could see their personality come through their page. It's kind of a cool thing. They had, like, a theme song play as soon as you went up there. MySpace yeah. was cool, man. I don't know why everybody went to Facebook. I got back on MySpace. Um, actually, like, I log on every couple of years just to, like, see. I went to MySpace.com the other day. It said error 404. I don't know if it's a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, I got on to save those, like, last photos and stuff. And I found, like, the middle school photos, and I sent them to my friends, like, of their profiles that I saw. Yeah. But it's no longer, like, profile-based at all. It's no. just, like, all fucking, like... It's all about music. Yeah. Uh, Justin Timberlake bought it. Yeah. Back in the day, and he wanted to turn it just into a music platform, but it never worked out. Yeah. But MySpace had the option to buy Facebook at a time for $75 million. Huh. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I like Tom more than... Uh, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Tom was the shit, man. Yeah. Tom wasn't looking for nobody. He yeah. was just chilling. He just wanted friends. He wanted a top eight. <laughs> Dude had like 18 million followers on MySpace. They were worth at a time $12 billion. Yeah. MySpace was the shit, dude. Do you remember a Tagged? It was Tagged.com. It was like the thing before MySpace. Mm-mm. And uh, so I had at one point in my life, I had a tagged a MySpace and a Facebook at the same time. And now if you go back to tag.com, I'm pretty sure it's just a dating website. Like they just integrated into a dating website, which is weird. Cause I was like, do I still have a profile on this thing? Cause that'd be bad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, tagged.com. I agree. MySpace was cooler back in the day than Facebook now. Yeah, cool if they, I mean, you've got two different kinds, so you've got your news feed, right, which is fine, but your personal profile should be able to customize a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, they even, like, they'll show eight of your friends on the front, but it changes every time. Yeah. It's like, you could have a top eight pretty easy. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking about doing the social media cut, but I don't want to delete Facebook at the same time. Dude, I live on social media. Yeah. Mostly Twitter. I'm on Twitter a lot. I just got a Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I saw you followed me. I followed you back on there. Yeah. But yeah, Twitter's my jam for now. I mean, Facebook's okay, but... 
Well, there's Facebook, and everybody seems to say they're going over to Instagram. I see like 50-50 with all of my friends Well, and Facebook stuff. has owned Instagram for a long time, and for some reason, Instagram upgraded, and it says uh, powered by Facebook now when you open it. And I've seen a lot of people like, oh, I didn't know Instagram was owned by Facebook. And I was like, they're like, I'm going to delete my Instagram. I was like, Facebook has owned this for like years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So was, so was Snapchat. Um, Snapchat's owned by Facebook, right? I think so. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So, but the the only reason why is I don't want to, but Instagram's cool for building a following, but uh, Facebook has done their Facebook thing. Yeah. So I've got a Facebook page for small town mentality and it's got like 500 followers or close to that or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, every time I post something, not even your own followers see that. You have to pay Facebook for the people who follow your page to even see what you post, which is fucked up. Yeah. And now they're, they've integrated that sort of mentality into Instagram. So nobody's seen your shit anymore. Oh, that's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. I used to get like 50, 60 likes on something on Instagram. And now it's like five or six. Yeah. Cause I'm not paying them to see that. Yeah. That's fucking fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the only reason why is cause I watched this documentary the other day. Um, about like depression in America, um, with like depression in the world. The thing is, they start talking about the dopamine effect that basically, you know, everything is so readily available now. I mean, even fucking, I've been chewing since I was fucking 14 and I kind of want to quit that, but I don't at the same time. Um, you know, food, fucking social media, you know, fatty stuff, McDonald's, all this other shit is just basically what we really have is a dopamine problem because people get so high even off the little things like, you know, you eat likes. a fucking burger. To, yeah, yeah, likes. You share a meme, everybody gets on it and you get that little, you, you know, it's small. It's like but a dup- dopamine boost. Right, exactly. So the problem <clears throat> is that we've had dopamine so readily accessible and because we have dopamine so readily accessible, even on small shit when we get less or all these other comparisons and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that fucking, um, you get the little high and stuff. And then when you don't have it, you know, you, that's why you fucking feel depressed. What if you already suffered from depression <laughs> for years and years? <laughs> well, that's the question is where does the depression come from? Oh, I've, I've had it for a long time. Yeah. And I know, I mean, I've looked into my life several times and, and I, I understand that the issues I have and it's mostly, I know the problems and where they come from Yeah, for the most part. Um, and it's all about working on your, on yourself and they say you got to make yourself happy, happy. Nobody can do it for you. So you got to look for your own happiness in life, which is what, you know, things like this is for me and, and yeah. it helps me out a lot, but, and doing things with the kids and family and, and sometimes it's hard, man. Yeah. Especially when you work all the time. I'm working 12-hour shifts at night. You know, night shift is depressing as fuck. Yeah, dude. And you're just stuck there. I work by myself. I yeah. mean, there's nobody around. I'm in my own little space. Yeah. So you just get caught in your head a lot. Yeah. I mean, picture two or three in the morning. Facebook's dead. Twitter's dead. Everybody's, you know, offline. Yeah. You're just there by yourself looking out the window. Yeah. You get some real shit going I get kind of pretty depressed at that time, <laughs> most most nights. Yeah. You just start thinking about your life and and all the things you could have done, and I don't know. I do, too. I get that, but when, with my depression, I don't want to say, like, it's chronic and stuff, but I, I get fucking seasonal depression, like, around the fucking holidays, you know. I'm, I'm doing good now, you know what I mean, yeah. surprisingly, but as soon as, like, fucking winter months come in and they say it's less sunshine, et cetera, et cetera, I don't know what the fuck it is, man. It's but also it's fucking, being stuck at home all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody wants to go out and do anything. Yeah, so... 
that's where it gets a little bit fucking miserable. But I've even counted with mine and stuff. I'll say, I'll, so they always say, well, hey, it's just a bad day. But sometimes you're going to even have fucking bad months. Oh, I've had bad months. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So when it just kind of switches out, I just kind of look for it and I just accept it. You know, just, hey, dude, this is just going to be shitty right now. It could be one month. It could be fucking three months. You know what I mean? But it's just a matter of timing before something fucking good happens. Yeah, and it's all a mental game, I yeah. think. I think you can get yourself out of it if you want to be out of it, but yeah. Um, sometimes I sink in too, man. But I don't know. I've had I've had lots of issues. A lot of things happen growing up, and I know where it comes from, where it stems. Some of my issues, jealousy issues, obviously. You know, uh, I don't know. My dad, you know, my dad gave me a lot of stuff. <laughs> he passed down a lot of stuff I don't want, but yeah, shit I got to deal with. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we all got fucking. Yeah, parents do some shit. Yeah. And that's, I tell my wife that all the time too. Like, I don't know what makes a great parent, a parent, you know what I mean? Being a parent's hard no matter what. And everybody parents differently. Yeah. But it feels like at one point in your kid's life, they're going to end up hating you somewhere along the way. Yeah, for something. Yeah. yeah, for something here, or there, whatever. I mean, I don't hate my dad, but I don't like him much either. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I always fear that too. Like, I don't want my kids not to like me, but. You know, what can you do? Yeah. You just raise them the way you're going to raise them, and I don't think it matters what you do or how you do it. Eventually, they're going to end up doing their own thing, and and you're going to give them something. You're going to give them some shit. (laughs) Yeah. I don't hate my dad, but my dad does fucking frustrate me. Yeah. He's fucking just... He's just getting older is the thing, and that's just what fucking frustrates me. Yeah, my dad wanted us to come over for Christmas, and uh, he's texting me. He's like, he said he was making dinner, you know, duck and all this stuff. And he's like, um, so my dad's always had this, I don't know if, I, I don't fucking care. He's always had this <laughs> problem with drinking, right? And he's been in it, he's been to like seven different rehabs and he's been in and out. And, and sometimes he does really well and, you know, you can tell he's sober and stuff. And so he, he asked us to come over for Christmas and he goes, can you bring him a bottle of wine? And I was like, no, no, I will not bring a bottle of wine. Why would you ask me that? I'm like the number one person that's against your drinking <laughs> yeah i don't know man i don't know what he was thinking but that like started the night off like i don't even want to go anymore why would i want to spend time you know what i mean so holidays is hard also for my wife my wife's dad's you know just as bad so yeah but it's like you want us to come hang out you want the kids to come over and then you started off with that shit and yeah. then he ended up just falling asleep like an hour into us being there so we just left yeah holidays are hard man yeah with my old man, the only thing is my parents were helicopter parents. You know what I mean? Fucking, yeah. they fucking, every single, because I'm a long fucking child and stuff, so I'm a fucking, my dad never really gave me fucking freedom at the same time when I was a te- teen, which was a good thing at the same time, because I could, again, get in some shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, never really had fucking freedom. I could only hang out with my friends for like a fucking hour, and he's like, constantly, where are you? What are you fucking doing? constant fucking watch yeah. on me and i'm still 24 in this day and he still fucking does this shit i had friends like that too yeah so it's still he just kind of on that parent mentality and there is such a thing as fucking like loving your kid too much there is such a thing because you know you fucking they're like you're around them fucking too much there is just as the thing is it's like too much dad like dad i i love you i do but fucking sometimes i need some fucking time for myself you know yeah but he'll still do this shit you know he'll still kind of 
from time to time still try to keep that evil watch on me or what are you doing this or if he fucking frustrates me or pisses me off all i have to do is threaten i'm gonna block his number and block him on social media then his attitude <laughs> switches real fucking quick yeah we're not helicopter parents we didn't ever really like that style yeah um but our kids are still super clingy. We'd rather them be off on their own more than they are because yeah. they just bug us all the fucking time. And it's like, no, we let you do things. Go and do things. <laughs> yeah. But so it's like a weird switch there where they just want to be around us instead. Yeah. But, but yeah, when they when the kids would fall or something, we didn't run over. We're like, they'll get up. It's fine. Yeah. They'll get up. And if they are too hurt, they'll come over here. And, and if not, they'll keep playing. You know what I mean? We were those kind of parents. But we know a lot of people that are like super paranoid about their kids. I'm like, just let them play, man. If they don't get some dirt in their cut, you know, so that's the point of being a kid. You yeah. got to get some dirt in your cut. <laughs> yeah. I don't have kids yet. Dust it off and move on. That I know of. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I, but that's where I think when you do become a parent, that's where you are different than your parents because you can see where your parents fucked up or your parents did wrong yeah. and then do the fucking exact opposite and be like, no. Yeah, I was raised super religious and my kids are not. Yeah. Being that way. I mean, we're not going to stop them if that's, you know, something they want to do, but yeah. we don't teach them anything like that. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't believe in any of that shit anymore. So I don't know. It was the hardest time for me. And I think I've said this on the show, but mine getting away from religion because I was kind of on the fence because yeah. my grandma's because my dad when I was a kid was gone because of fucking work all the time yeah. army and shit you know what I mean so I still see my dad like fucking on weekends basically you know because he's fucking so busy all the time and then I have my mom and my grandma so my grandma's take me to fucking church there's the ones who get me to believe in okay Jesus etc etc yeah. then I'm like 14 and I'm like kind of on the fence I don't really go to church but I'm still kind of like okay yeah Mormon Jesus is real and God's real etc etc and I would feel so guilty, I've said this on the show before, mm-hmm. about beating my dick as a oh, little yeah. fucking kid. Same, man. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, Jesus is so fucking pissed at me for beating my fucking yeah, you got dick that, right now. You're going to go to hell hanging over your head, man. It fucks with people. I've said this so many times. Like, yeah. To me, religion, I mean, it teaches you morals, sure, but it also fucks with your head. Like, psychologically can create, I mean, I should probably go to therapy for some of that shit. Yeah. But yeah, they really fuck with your head psychologically. You yeah. can't do this, you can't do that, and it's like... No, you can. Yeah. You can. It's fine. Yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah. So, but that's the thing that fucking went and turned it back because I'm like feeling so guilty and it fucking sexually frustrated, like you're sexually frustrated kid, but what's the word that I'm looking for? Like it's damaging when you're a fucking kid and you're beating your shit and you're fucking feeling depressed about beating your shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I fucking come out and by the time I was like 14, 15, I'm like, bullshit, I'm really going to study this because my dad was Mormon, but not really Mormon. You know, he left the fucking church, same as ever. But then he studied the actual bullshit over it. And he never told it to me till I was like 15. And I could kind of like comprehend. And he's like, son, did you know they believe in a planet Kolob? And I'm like, no, they don't. Fuck you. Bullshit, dad. And he tried to tell me all this other shit. I'm like, you're full of shit. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. So I went to fucking church. I actually fucking did study it. And I'm like, Dude, my whole life has been a fucking lie. What the fuck is this bullshit, you know? Yeah, they believe in a lot of weird shit over there. Yeah, I know, man. And I'm just like, dude, it's just like, but then you feel liberated because you're finally free. You're like, okay, this is bullshit. But then at the same time, you're sad because you're like, oh, dude, I bought into this shit for so fucking long, you know? Yeah, I did 18 years, man. Like, it's like being in jail. I did 18 years, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I got 15, so I got three more ahead of you. And they almost they almost got me as a lifer. Because, like I said, I was being groomed as a youth pastor. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad I made the switch. 
Um, yeah, I don't believe in any of that stuff. I think it was all, I mean, so if you think about time and government, kings, I mean, going back throughout time, religion was always just a form of, like, controlling people. Yep. How how do we get these people to trust us, essentially? So a king would use a, let's go to war for God. And they're like, all right, let's go to war for God. Like It's all bullshit, man. <laughs> yeah. He just needed you guys to die for him. He didn't believe. You know what? He's fucking little kids in the corner over there. Yeah. I mean, kings were just as fucked up as anybody else. Yeah. I don't know, man. But then after I found out it wasn't real, I tried to start shit with all the other Mormon kids. Yeah. And that was fucking... Because my dad, all right, now I don't do it fucking anymore, but you know, you take a little from your parents and fuck him for this, but my dad would purposely go to preach to the wrong audience. Like, purposely. Like, fucking, my dad fucking came out and voted fucking, I don't know, for, I don't know, he's a Democrat or whatever, and I don't know, he'd try to get some legislation or something like that that said that a Republican banned gun, and like, he's right about his shit, you know what I mean? He's never fucking wrong, but when you tell that to the opposite crowd who thinks something different, and they go, wait, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? My dad would purposely seek out those ruses and those fucking fights with people, just like day-to-day fucking conversation, just look for something to tell people why they were fucked in the head or why they were wrong and stuff. So I did that as a little kid, too. So I'd tell, hey, have you guys ever heard of the Mormon kids? I'm like, have you, oh, do you guys ever believe in the planet Kolob? And they're like, we don't believe in that. What are you fucking talking about? What are you talking about? Magic underwear. What are you talking about this? What are you talking about? Oh, I knew people that wore the magic underwear. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying is is they've got this, but and then you tell them anything fucking different. And because they don't talk about it in normal conversation, it doesn't get popped up in normal church. They yeah. look at you like, what the fuck? And then if you they really go and study it. Somebody's got a bill right now in an yeah. office in Utah trying to bring back polygamy. Somebody created a bill to put back through legislation. I mean, right, man. that's fine for them, you know? And that's the whole thing is, like, the thing is those people should have their own religious freedom, but the real truth is everybody just wants to fucking consume their own bias. It's just what they want to hear, even if it sounds fucking... They get you as, you know, a little kid, and they want you to buy into it, so they just tell you, like, the good parts and shit or whatever, so, and then at the fucking very end, you know, they try to hit you with this, and then you're just kind of like, oh, okay, you know what a weird thing is, though? So polygamy is religious-based, right? Yeah. They believe that it's their right to have multiple wives as a, as a religious front. Yeah. And everybody hates it. People can't stand that shit. But polyamory is the uh, agnostic or atheist, whatever, version of that. And everybody's fine with it. It's just the way they want to live their lives. Yeah. It's weird, huh? It's a weird concept that you take religion out of it and it's fine. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's weird. I just thought about that right now. Yeah. Because polyamory's been around for a long time, too. You can have multiple girlfriends, multiple boyfriends or whatever, and they just live in a relationship all together. Yeah. And people are fine with that. That's just their sexual preference. Yeah. No judgment here. (laughs) I see a fucking... I saw a documentary on YouTube or whatever about a a chick that has two husbands, and I'm like, well, I mean, I wouldn't do it, but good for you guys. If you're happy, go fucking ahead, you know? That's just weird how much pushback there is on... um, Polygamy, though, and not polyamory. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Weird concept. You take religion out of things, and people are like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I'm the same way. I can't stand religion. Like I said multiple times, I can't stand organized religion either, so whatever. But, yeah, it's the there's also a difference. So polyamory, they're, everybody's comfortable. They came to an agreement. That's what they want to do. Yeah. 
polyamory is like forcing people to have sister wives and and they believe that it's their you know right and they force them to cook and have kids and shit so it is kind of fucked up yeah. in that sense yeah you cook and clean and have kids that's your only job yeah that's the that's the world they lived in it's kind of like it's the same thing with a lot of Wyoming too people are just so set in the fucking past and in their ways yeah. that they'll never fucking move forward yeah which is why we're a dying economy yeah when they won't pass marijuana and all this stupid shit. Like, oh, that's... What, what, you guys still stuck in the 60s? Fucking... What's that movie? I can't remember the name of it. But it was a propaganda against weed. And it's like, do some fucking... Reefer Madness? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. It's like, do some fucking research, man. Open Google up. Fucking read. You fucking okay boomer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm even as libertarian as to say all drugs should be legal. Yeah. But, I mean, I've seen some fucking friends... Suffered pretty hard firsthand on meth and heroin, and you know heroin's you, rough, man. Yeah, dude, fucking meth, man. Like you fucking lose your soul at that point. It's fucking sad and stuff. Heroin but, addicts you, and you're never, you'll never be over it ever in your life. Yeah, you take that first one, you're done for forever. Yeah, you never get over it. I mean, you can be clean for a couple of years. I I've heard of people being clean for five, six years, right back to it. Yeah, you, you'll never get over that. Yeah. So don't ever get into it. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Heroin's rough, man. Like I said, eventually, I mean, you could be off of it 30 years and go back to it. Yeah. Because you never get over that feeling. Yeah. It's always there. Yeah. Well, with that, too, because it's, it's fucking sad, you know, addiction, everything that fucking comes out. But I think it it's better for fucking in terms of quality control, you know what I mean? In terms of fucking quality control, and then you cut out the fucking murders and the fucking deaths from all the illegal we, shit that fucking They're putting happens. fentanyl and everything in now, and too, and fentanyl kills people like crazy. Yeah, and they're fucking killing people and stuff, and that's why all drugs should be legal, because you've completely killed the cartels. They no longer make any money, you know what all I mean? All pure stuff, yeah. Yeah, and everything's good, so... Because, like, even there's heroin addicts, like, I saw a documentary in Denmark or whatever... And dude's a fucking heroin addict. He's supervised by a fucking nurse when he goes to fucking shoot up his fucking heroin or whatever. And it's not condoning it, but it makes it a lot safer so the dude doesn't fucking die. But then it goes down to the thing is having uh, better access to treatment in the fucking Yeah, but it's why how, how a lot of people overdose is they'll do heroin and then they'll take, let's say they go to jail for three or four months and they get out and they do the exact same amount they were doing before they went in. That's how they die. That's how they overdose. Cause yeah. you can't, you got to build your immune system up to that level yeah. that you were at. Yeah. So people will just start again from where they left off and that's what kills people. Yeah. Instead of starting at the beginning again. Yeah. But going back to marijuana, I'm glad it finally passed that committee. Uh-huh. Here in Wyoming? Or no, not Wyoming. Oh, federally. Pass. Federally. Yeah. yeah Cause uh, yeah, because it's past that, but now it's actually in the house. But they say that the fucking Senate will probably shut it down, which is shitty. Yeah, but um, uh, and you know what? Speaking of stuff that's in the house and things like that, I don't like to get into politics. I've said this hundreds of times, but you know, it's what's happening in the world today. So the impeachment process, people are so fucking retarded. So I try to stay out of it. I don't comment on Facebook or whatever because. I just don't like to get in arguments with people, but I just read on both sides. And it's like, Jesus Christ. So the thing of it is, and I don't, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but he's not impeached. I it's know. the first process. Yeah. Okay. Calm the fuck down. He's yeah. not impeached yet. Yeah. It made it past the house. Sure. It still has to go to Senate. Senate is Republican run. It'll probably get thrown out. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. The Senate already <laughs> said they were going to shut it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's not impeached, you idiots. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I just saw so much shit on Facebook the last couple of weeks about, oh, yay, Trump's impeached, Trump's impeached. No, he's not. Yeah. He's not. They made it through one fucking house. Yeah. You have to go up the chain. Yeah. Just because it, you know, I don't know. I'm staying out of it for the most part. I just want to yell at people sometimes. <laughs> I like, know. It's just where people are just... And I don't care either way. Stupid. Impeach him, what the fuck ever. I don't care. Yeah. But the process of him being impeached is what's pissing me off because on both sides like oh he's not yes he is it's like shut the fuck up he's not just do some research take one fucking google search for once in your life instead of just sharing shit on facebook well that's what people stare share all the time they stare such fucking stupid shit you know man but the thing is i'll stay away from politics on facebook too but some people will bait me you know what I mean? Where I'm like, okay, motherfucker, I have to fucking say something. Let me tell you why you're wrong, fucker. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I just, I had too much of that. I had way too much of that. Yeah. So I was kind of in politics in 2016. I was getting way into it. I was listening to, po- to podcasts, things like that. And I knew a lot about it. <clears throat> and I'd get in arguments with people on Facebook. And then I just saw how much it was tearing people apart, people getting blocked, family members not talking to each other. And it's like, is it worth it? That's because they want to keep us divided, dude. Yeah, it's not fucking worth it to me. So I just, I dropped the whole thing altogether. Like, I'm not, I'm just not even going to be in politics at all anymore. Yeah. No, where the real focus should be, man, is I think self-development. And I switched that for me a couple years ago from the Facebook political post and the, the fighting and shit like that. I've, I've refocused that energy to realize whatever you even say politically is really not going to do too much of a difference. Yeah. You know, it, there's really not this impact and stuff. So it's... To me, it's a little bit of a waste of time when I come back. Because, I mean, like, I'll still read here and there, you know what I mean? That still comes out. But I push past that. Now, like I said, everything goes back on to self-development that I fucking, I eat that shit up now. Yeah, when, I, when I'm on Facebook, I just, when I see political posts, I just keep on scrolling, man. I don't fucking care. And then I end up watching the fucking How Hammers Are Made for an hour for some fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said. <laughs> you get caught watching videos sometimes, like how shit's made or whatever. Or somebody building a fucking house. It's like, why was I watching that so long? And I'll tell you this right now, Facebook. If you've got an ad in the middle of the video, I'm not finishing that fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way, bro. Somebody's halfway done with the house. I'm not watching the rest of that house be built. If that ad pops up, I'm going to keep scrolling. <laughs> yep. I'm going to move on to the next video. Yep. No, dude, I get that fucking... I get that. That self-development shit, though, like I said, I eat that up, those fucking groups on Facebook and stuff. And yeah, I got, like, millionaire mentors. mindset and things like that. I, I follow, I'm in a lot of um, entrepreneur groups, uh, yeah. Side Hustle Nation and things like that, yeah. and uh, a lot of, like, the stuff I wanted to get into, Amazon FBA, I'm in a lot of groups like that. Yeah. Drop shipping. But, yeah, you should check out Side Hustle Nation. It's a podcast. He's got, like, 300 episodes. Yeah. But it's, like, all about side hustles, yeah. Side Hustle Nation. So, yeah, there's, like, so many people doing different things, like, Going to thrift stores, buying stuff, selling it on eBay. Going to Walmart, buying the clearance items, selling them for full price online because they're not clearanced everywhere, just here. Yeah. Things like that. I mean, people starting lawn care businesses. It's just all about side hustles. Yeah. And it's kind of cool to see how many things you can do to make money out there. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So shout out Nick Loper, Side Hustle Nation. <laughs> yeah. If you guys are interested in uh, side hustles and entrepreneurship, check that show out. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's my other side hustle, like I said. Uh, hot dog carts, food carts. <laughs> yeah. Really getting into that one. I like cooking for people. So, and I found out how fucking cheap it was to actually get your own hot dog fucking business going. Yeah. And like your whole hot dog lunch stand. It's fucking, dude, it's like 10 grand, man. And you're fucking pulling. You check out Alibaba.com. 
Yeah, no, Alibaba's. That's where I got the fucking trailer, oh, dude. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was seeing where the trailer was. They fucking send that shit. They've got electric fucking food carts now, man. These things are fucking sweet, dude. So you can get into the yeah, whole... Yeah, I buy some stuff from there. Mm-hmm. You can get into the whole business for fucking 10 grand, and you could be making... But like I said, it takes over time, yeah. but you're making 1500 a month. You know what I'm saying? Just off of that fucking one side. I always side. had an idea of having like a fried food cart. Uh, mozzarella sticks, fries, onion rings, things like that. Yeah. And just doing it on the weekends, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Outside the bar, park it outside the bar, start frying some shit up. Yeah, no, I've got People the same idea, yeah. tossing tips at you, man. Yeah. Because that's the kind of food you want, I think, at that time. And the only place to go is like Maverick and, and Flying J and stuff, so. You want to go in on that deal or yeah, I've already maybe. got it going? <laughs> you can go in on the deal with me with my hot dog cart. You just do like 1 to 3 a.m., call it a night. Yeah. Well, you can do that, but then what they they have it for, and is, you can also do like events like the rendezvous and yeah, and farmers market and things like that. Yeah, but they always say for the lunch crowd, the thing is I found is I got to hire an employee in this uh, trailer business or whatever. Yeah, you you post up somewhere in town for lunch. Yeah, that works yeah. Too. So you got to do your daily lunch hours, and then like you said, the the bar crowds or whatever that come out. And I plan on going to Laramie though. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to set up in front of the buck and shit like that. You know what I mean? Just fucking sell galore to all the fucking drunk people. Yeah. I can't be drunk. That's the shitty part. But hey, make more money. I mean, if you got to ride home, I don't see why you can't drink in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fry your fucking fingers off. Yep. <laughs> Have you ever had a deep fried Oreo? Uh, no. Like pickles and things. I used to work at Sonic back in the day. I was the assistant manager at Sonic when it was a thing. Yeah. Like when I was like 15 and 16. And we used to fry, I mean, we'd just see all the random shit we could fry. (laughs) We see that shit all the time. Yeah. Man, I miss having a Sonic though. Fucking foot long hot dogs and shit. I got one in Cheyenne. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like I said, nothing lasts here, man. We used to have a Little Caesars nobody knows about. I was telling my wife that. I was like, yeah, we had a Little Caesars here for a while. Is that in that that mall over there um, by Arby's? When was this? What oh, year? Two thousand maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I moved here in two thousand five. Yeah, I was working at Cinto in two thousand five. Cinto? Yeah, back when it was a thing. Before, before. Oh, the Cinto building. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I was sixteen, I worked at Cinto as um, customer service for Overstock dot com. I didn't do anything. I just fucked around, recued calls. I remember one time walking in into the office and the they had a stack of papers and she slams it down on the desk and she's like, "That's how many calls you recued in the last week." And I was like, "Oh my bad." She's like, "I don't want to see it happen again." I went back to my desk and just fucking recued calls. <laughs> Recuing means you just put it back in the system and somebody else has to answer the phone. So I just messed around on Facebook and. It's in uh, MySpace and played solitaire and shit and never took any calls. Get paid. <laughs> yeah. That was good times. Hell yeah. Before that, it was a store called Pomida. Pomida? Yeah. And Walmart used to be where Murdoch's is. I remember shopping there all the time. Huh. This town's changed a lot, man. I've been around. I've been. I've lived here 30 years, so <laughs> I've been around for quite a bit of it. Yeah. I mean, not as much as some of these old timers that have you know, watched all these things be built. but Yeah. And Maverick, um, Maverick used to be where Coldwell Banker is. Oh, you know really? where that is right there on the corner? Yeah. Yeah, and the new Maverick used to be a place called, uh, 
Oh man, Shakey's is a pizza place. Oh, wait, they dope. had a Shakey's pizza here. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. They used to have lots of birthdays there. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, this town's changed a bunch, man. Yeah. But it always makes me think. But you know what's going to be the next? I really do think they could get a sit-down restaurant. I think it would be nice for Chili's or Applebee's, but they said they couldn't do it. Yeah, most of those have to have at least a hundred thousand in the town before they even consider coming to that. So you got to be in a city. Essentially, but most of those big chains, if they don't have over a hundred thousand people in the area that they're putting the restaurant, they won't even put a restaurant there. Rock Springs has thirty, and they've got an Applebee's. It's true, but they were telling me I was talking with Evan Perks, city councilman, and he was telling me that uh, the reason what what they can't do we're is, also right off of I eighty, man. We got a million people coming through here a day. Yeah. So. They should be able to do it, but in the Evanston bylaws actually say that we can't go and solicit businesses to come here. Um, I think they changed that because they've done campaigns for Wyoming recently. The mayor's been on this whole... They hired a publicist for our town. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, okay. That must have changed. Maybe they passed something. Yeah. But I know that the mayor has done like multiple interviews for Fox 13. They hired a publicist. They had people down here for... Um, Oh, man, I can't remember. But they were doing, like, fireworks stuff. And it was, like, the same day as the car show, Evanston Car Show. Yeah. And they had people down here, just photographers and sh- shit, and videographers taking pictures and videos, and they watched the fireworks. and mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've, like, they've started doing, like, commercial ads for our town. Yeah. Trying to get businesses here. Yeah. Well, at the same time, too, I don't want it to be too big either. No, I think if we did another 15,000, if we were around 30,000, I think it'd be still small enough to be who we are, but big enough to actually get some things that we want and some of the stores downtown actually staying open would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that definitely could be because I don't want it to be some like big park city, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just a small town that fucking gets blown up. You know, the like you said, the small town environment's good for a lot of reasons, but... Yeah, like you said, that perfect happy medium of fucking people. Yeah. You know, where you got some businesses and you got some employment and stuff going on. Yeah, I thought about a college. A college town wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Um, And they were considering, because they just moved the state hospital even further, like an even bigger building. And so they're moving away from that first area altogether, and they've got it up for sale right now. And and people were asking what they want to do with it. And I was like, somebody mentioned a college. I was like, I've said that for years. They should turn that into a college. I mean, it might be haunted, but who cares? I work there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but I'm just saying, gone. like, yeah. all the buildings already ha- are, like, set up for, like, dorms, cafeterias. It could easily be, like, a a college-type area. Yeah. Like, Rock Springs has it. I mean, Rock Springs isn't a full college, but it's a bigger college, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I went to Western up there on their campus. It's, Western Wyoming? Yeah. It's, like, it's the second to, what, Laramie? Laramie's our big college? No, Sheridan's the biggest in terms of community colleges. Oh, okay. And then L Triple C, and then I believe like yeah, then it's L Triple C, then Riverton, and then I think Riverton and Rock Springs they might be really similar. Okay, but Sheridan is that's the thing is they they might actually be a university. They're getting so fucking big. Oh, cool. Yeah, I only hear about Laramie because of the Cowboys and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I mean Rock Springs. I used to deliver food and stuff to that college. It's a pretty big college, decent size. Yeah, a lot of kids go there. Yeah, so I was like, why couldn't we have something like that? Yeah. That would bring a couple thousand people here. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Growth for Evanston. Yeah. Okay. You want to end the podcast with that? <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that, man. 
But hey, I just want to say this was this was a good note because it's just me and you, man. High five, bro. Yes, we did it. Normally, normally, normally it's uh, okay. Everybody's on now. It's time to bust Dustin's balls. Yeah, yeah. You didn't bust your balls at all. I got got to know you this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't yep. it wasn't as comedic as the show normally is. But I like sometimes I like the the intimate two on twos where you actually get get into some stuff, yeah. some real shit. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, and we're just gonna be, you know, bullshit and fucking hang out, really, man. You know? Yeah, and you talk the whole time. Hey, <laughs> I was able to do it, bro. I didn't think I was gonna be able to, but I think the pain meds worked. <laughs> you got any plugs? What? You got any plugs? Plugs? Yeah. What do you mean? Like Instagram, Facebook. You got a business going. Uh, Twitter. He's got a Twitter now. Uh, you can follow me as cousin Cletus on Instagram. <laughs> that really is my Instagram tag. Yeah. Um, song of the week this week goes to We Are the Empty and their song Green Roses. And that is at We Are the Empty on all things social media. Check out Curtain Call Records, curtaincallrecords.com. Check out all the bands they represent. And shout out to them for always hooking us up with the song of the week. You can follow us everywhere at STM Pod. You already knew that probably. Um, we have Patreon and, and merch and things like that. Go to dramacityproductions.com. Find out all the links to all of those things and all the other shows on the network. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, tune in and, um, like, keep keep tabs on, like, the Instagram and shit. Check out pictures of uh, the studio that's going to be changing soon. So I'm going to try to document that and, and let you guys see the progress of that going on. All right. Next couple weeks probably. Okay, bye. Bummy. He's a dummy. Bye bye. Green roses and a heartache. She's dreaming of a quiet sea. Talked underneath the ocean. Bleed memories of wonder.
Yeah.